Sam, if you'll remember from last week, we ended up talking about Mary Kiss Cam on Hulu. Yes, the movie that's set in Duluth with two people who kiss at a hockey game. Yes, they're apparently doing a terrible job of presenting the city. I'm going to suggest listeners check out our colleague Alex Apoli's article on the film on nprnews.org. It's very funny to see all these inaccuracies about living in the Midwest, especially in Duluth. Big screen, small screen, sometimes both. Cube critics Aaron Woldesalasi and Samantha Matsumoto watch them all. Do you remember the film Pinocchio? Aaron, which version? You know, all versions. There are so many versions of Pinocchio. But the important thing is, is that you know the story. Because this week I ended up watching Pinocchio on Netflix. This latest version is by acclaimed director Guillermo del Toro. This version is very macabre and visually distinct. The stop motion animated film is dark but not gruesome, villainous but not frightening, and somber but not too painful. Del Toro takes us to fascist Italy to teach us Pinocchio's lessons of death and loss, and it's a fascinating backdrop. The puppet uses the farce of fascism and the fear of war as methods of growth, and the two become hurdles he must overcome, not so he can become like a real boy and so many other iterations of Pinocchio, but because they teach him the value of life through death. Uh, In essence, that's the purpose of this film, understanding and coming to terms with death. I think this is a really great retelling of the story. It's Pinocchio on Netflix. That sounds a lot better than the Disney Plus version that I watched a few months ago. So, Erin, have you ever wished for a gritty take on Singing in the Rain? Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I've watched The Fast and the Furious and gone, this should be Singing in the Rain. Well, you might like the movie Babylon. This is the new film from Damien Chazelle, who wrote and directed Whiplash and La La Land. Basically, Babylon follows an ensemble of Hollywood artists and actors during the transition from silent films to talking pictures. It particularly focuses on Nellie Leroy, who's an aspiring star played by Margot Robbie, Manny, the starry-eyed movie lover played by Diego Calva, and Jack Conrad, a movie star played by the movie star brad pitt this movie is so much aaron it is three hours and nine minutes and it is so intent on spectacle that honestly it feels exhausting to me it's showy and excessive to the point of bloat at one point i kind of wondered if chazelle had lost a bet and had to include as many bodily fluids as possible because there is so much vomit and urine and blood in this movie Like a lot of other Chazelle movies, it's about devotion to art. And I'm a big Damien Chazelle fan, actually. I think that this movie has some of the touches of his style that I love. But where his other movies felt lived in and personal, this feels soulless to me. I hated this movie. I thought it was self-indulgent and unfocused and ultimately just really not fun to watch. I will say, though, this seems like the sort of movie, based on what I'm seeing on the internet, that people either love or hate. I obviously hated it, but you might love it. If you're intrigued at all, I would watch it in the theaters because it's such a spectacle. It's definitely meant to be seen in a big theater, and you'll either have a good time or, like me, a really terrible one. Either way, Babylon is in theaters now. (laughs) 